Today's show is being brought to you by Cause Marketing Forum and SelfishGiving.com. And we want to thank our sponsor, 1BillionShirts.org. Custom t-shirts that help others. Print with them, and 25 cents from every t-shirt benefits a good cause. And remember, you can find Cause Talk Radio on Stitcher Smart Radio as well as iTunes. Leave us a comment at either one of those platforms, and we'll send you a Cause Talk Radio t-shirt. Hi, everyone. This is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. And on the line with me today, of course, is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. How's it going? It's excellent because you know why? It's sunny here today. A and B, I ha- we have a guest today from my side of the country for once. Wow. Well, this side of the country. It's 45 degrees here in Boston. It feels like it's going to snow. Oh, I have my baby. mulch delivered today. I feel like I need rock salt. <laughs> We're going to have more snow or something. It's ridiculous, you know? But uh, but spring has sprung and there's nothing keeping it back. And I'm hopeful that May 1st, which I think is tomorrow, is uh, going to be the start of something good. That's right. Yeah. And we have an awesome guest to warm us up today, even though I'm very cold because of the weather and temperatures here in Boston today. We have a guest that I'm very excited about and something that they're doing. Um, her name is Christy Duncan Anderson, and she is the executive director of the Safeway Foundation. Hey, Christy, how's it going? Hi, Joe. Hi, Megan. Thank you for having me. Oh, pleasure to have it. And where whereabouts are you on the West Coast? I know it's kind of big, you know, as a, or I've been told that it's kind of big. Joe's you know, so. never been here. Yeah, I've always I... said, you know, a Megan is somewhere between Mexico and Canada. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm somewhere between Mexico and Canada as well. We're in the oh. San Francisco Bay Area enjoying 90 degree heat today. Wow. Wow. Look at you. I can't believe it's that warm in San Fran. It's, well, I'm outside of San Francisco, but, yeah, it's, it's a lovely, lovely day today. Wow, good for you. Send some of that warm weather to Boston, I'll tell you. Jeez. <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> so tell us about the this new Safeway program uh, that Megan and I have been talking about and folks in, have been reading about in the Cause Update called Hunger, Hunger Is. But first of all, uh, Christy, tell us a little bit about uh, Safeway because not Safeway isn't in all 50 states yet. Right. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Close. Safeway is um, one of the largest uh, grocery chains in the in the country, and um, we actually operate under various different banners. In, in the West Coast, for the most part, we're Safeway. Um, we in Southern California were Vons and Pavilions. In Texas, you'll find us at um, Randalls and Tom Thumb, and. Um, we um, kind of are, are really our, our stronghold is on the West Coast because we like it where it's warm. <laughs> and then we also have stores in, in Washington, D.C., in the Denver area, in Arizona, and, um, and in Texas. Oh, very good. So tell us about the Hunger Is program. Yeah. So the Safeway Foundation, which is the nonprofit um, an entity associated with Safeway, um, we've been working for about 11 years and working on various different projects, and we've always had hunger as one of the big things that, um, that we've, we, we fundraise for and that we, um, that we, we give money to. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did a, a survey of our customers last year and asked them what they cared about the most. And hunger, specifically childhood hunger, was at mm-hmm. the top of every single question we asked. Really? Them. That's interesting. Well, it does kind of make sense. I mean, we yeah, it does. Yeah. Feeding people. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, so it's, a, so it's a pretty natural... Well, the only reason I guess I say that, Christy, is I was just thinking that I would think in some ways that children's health causes would be mm. at the top of the list. But in some ways, I think childhood hunger 
having, you know, being having to do with uh, nutrition, I think it is kind of a health issue for people. What do you think? Absolutely. Um, when we asked about all different kinds of health issues, but hunger, I think, you know, eating is a basic right. And the idea of, you know, I'm a mom and the idea of not being able to field my, feed my own children, mm. is a, that's, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a scary idea. So I think that it's, it's something that, um, you know, it's kind of a universally accepted right that children should, should have good, healthy, nutritious food. And like I said, being in the, the food industry, it, it does make sense for us to take this on. And so we decided to take it on, but take it on in a big way and mm-hmm. to um, kind of look at the mold, think about the mold, think about what works in the other campaigns that we do because we've been very successful at raising money. Um, the last 10 years, Safeway and the Safeway Foundation together have raised and donated over a billion dollars in food and wow. and and, um, and dollars uh, to various organizations in the areas where we have stores. So we're, we're, we're pretty good at it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, and so we decided to kind of focus a lot of effort on on, on hunger and uh, specifically on childhood hunger. And we've had the, the brilliant um, um, ability to work within the Entertainment Industry Foundation and kind of together we, we've been working on launching a brand new brand and a brand new movement um, to, to help end childhood hunger um, in America. And so talk a little bit about the en- Entertainment Industry Foundation's role within hunger is as well yeah i'm curious too like how did you guys get hooked up with them yeah good question yeah we, we work with them um we work with them on stand up to cancer oh and, uh, for some of our cancer platforms and when we were when we were looking at this campaign and this is what is really the crux of what is different about this campaign is mm-hmm. not only are we trying to raise money in our stores with check stands as we do but we also, the, the idea that one in five kids in America um, live in, in food insecure households is something that is not, um, it's not, it's not very well known. And mm-hmm. the Entertainment Industry Foundation, while we have brick and mortar stores and the ability to raise money and, um, and all of that, the Entertainment Industry Foundation has the ability to really talk about it and to mm-hmm. really get um, public opinion going about it, as they have with Stand Up to Cancer. Um, they've done such a fabulous job with that. And um, and so we teamed up with them, kind of having – they also had a desire to work on childhood hunger. It's one of those happy circumstances where I was meeting with their CEO, Lisa Paulson, and said, you know, we're thinking about doing something big on childhood hunger. And she said, oh, my goodness, we're thinking about doing something big on childhood hunger, too. Uh, and oh, said, wow. Let's do it together. <laughs> it's just right. one of those those happy happy moments when things kind of fall into place. Um, so we've been working with them on building a brand and building a, you know, the, all of the um, entities associated with that and trying to make this campaign is, you know, more than, like I said, more than just raising money, but it's also about um, informing the public and, and trying to, everybody has an action that they can do. You know, mm-hmm. you can write a letter to your senator, you can mm-hmm. write a letter to your school, you can donate a can of, um, of uh, food, you can um, organize a food drive, you can, there's so many different things that you can do mm-hmm. um, to help uh, with this cause. And, and our goal is to kind of mobilize the, the American public to, to, to do that and to end childhood hunger. You know, that's a, it's so interesting, too, Christy, and something that we've talked a lot about on the show before is, like, how important it is for brands to empower individuals, consumers, and employees to raise money for good causes. So in some ways, it's less about saying, do this exact thing, but kind of giving them a suite of different things that they can take advantage of. Mm-hmm. Because everybody's comfortable with something different. Some people mm-hmm. are comfortable just liking us on Facebook. And if that's all they do and sharing that message with everybody else, that's great. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. Mm-hmm. You know, but there's, there's a whole gamut of things people can do to, um, to help out the cause. 
So let's talk a little bit about the program, because when I first read about this, it sounded like it was a year-long program that you were working on with EIF. And then the month of April, you did in-store donations at the register, like you do very, very often with your customers who are very responsive. So is this, well, I have so many questions. The piece that struck me as most interesting about this campaign is I was trying to figure out who the nonprofit partners were behind this, which is why I originally picked up the phone and called you, Christy. Mm-hmm. Well, I figured out that Share Our Strength Feeding America and Food Research and Action Center were part of it, but I was having a hard time understanding where the money was going. So can you explain that structure to our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Um, simply put, the money is going specifically to help um, children. Um, we're actually working initially on breakfast in schools and increasing mm-hmm. participation in breakfast in schools. Now, Share Strength, FRAC, and um, Feeding America, they, they all do such great work in this area. So it seems kind of silly to reinvent the wheel and start our own program. And it also, they, they each have such wonderful things that they do that we thought, gosh, wouldn't it be great if they all work together mm-hmm. and focus on certain areas and, and really work together to, um, to, 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 to work on this problem. And so we've um, worked with all of those organizations, and they are all forming a, a, a committee, basically, that is helping us to invest the dollars um, um, in, in the areas where we where we work. Now, some of the dollars will go to each of their organizations, um, but it will be a slightly competitive process for them to receive those dollars. But in the end, we want to get the best programs that have the highest results that ultimately feed hungry children. Mm-hmm. So what was it like getting those three partners in a room? Did you have a real fist fight? <laughs> no. <laughs> but they're like throwing like bread and stuff like that that you have for the kids <laughs> and stuff like that, but they were using to hit each other with? You know, Jim um, from Frack, Billy from Share Strength, and Bob from Feeding America, they've all been just absolute gentlemen um, in this. And, you know, they I can only imagine getting myself, somebody from Walmart, and somebody from Kroger in a room. Yeah. You guys have to work together. It would, it would Clean be a struggle, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be a fly on the wall for that, actually. But they've all been gentlemen, and they've, they're all really excited about this campaign. They've given us a lot of resources, and they've really educated me. Um, on the on the issues and kind of the hot buttons and where the um, where things are and where you know what's at a turning point right now and, and where everything has been and they've been they've been working together. The, the very best thing I can say is we actually had a meeting with all three of them together in a room in Washington D.C. Um, several months ago and they actually met before the meeting so that they spoke at that meeting with one voice, which I thought was just incredible of them. And so my hat's completely off to all three of them for for putting, you know, differences as different organizational differences aside and coming together and saying, you know what, we are all going to end childhood hunger and we're going to we're going to help and, and do it together. And I thought I think it's 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 fabulous of all of them. So, so to, to date you've raised over four million dollars in stores. Right. And it sounds mm-hmm. like you're still raising money online and all of that good stuff. And I was hoping you could talk a little bit more about these projects you're hoping to see come forth. I know they're centered on getting breakfasts into schools, particularly in your own backyard in um, the San Francisco area. But talk a little bit more about what you're hoping to see from these organizations collaboratively. Right. And, you know, it's not, um, we're actually looking not only in our backyard, but in everywhere where we have um, Safeway stores. We like to, the money we raise, we like to try to keep as local as, as possible. Right. The money raised in Texas, we like to try and get back to Texas. 
Um, initially, um, there's really two, um, phase one and phase two of this are kind of happening simultaneously, and phase one is much bigger, and that is that um, we're trying to connect children to breakfast in schools. Now, a lot of schools have breakfast programs, um, and there's been a lot of great work by those three partners um, to kind of show what the best practices of having a breakfast program is. And the, um, it's the, the really great thing about breakfast programs is that if you think about it, there's a, if you think about kind of a child and then there's a bit of a, on one side and a bluff and then a cliff in the middle and a, a valley and then and the other side is breakfast. Um, what, the breakfast on the other side is actually um, funded by the government. It's mm -hmm. the, the dollars, the sustaining dollars for these programs are, are actually through, um, through government um, subsidies. And so there's a, um, there's a need to kind of build that bridge in between, to work with the schools to help them um, um, understand the importance of breakfast in school and then also to help them get the right tools and the right um, pieces in place to, to be able to deliver those breakfasts as efficiently as possible. Um, and so that's kind of the initial, the initial program. So our, our initial results will be, um, uh, our initial indicators will be a uh, number of children actually participating in breakfast in schools in the areas where, we, um, where we're making our, our granting. And then um, one of the places where we can actually um, make some of the greatest impact is um, out-of-school programs. So at school you have a captive audience, but out of school it's very difficult to deliver um, meals to, to children. And so this phase two of what we're working on is really trying to develop some of those best practices that have, that have already been developed for the breakfast um, arena or in-school delivery arena to the out-of-school arena. So initially we'll have some funding for participation in breakfast in school and then also for some really innovative and new programs that we feel might be scalable to other areas to try and deliver breakfast at times or at lunches and dinners and food at times when, when children are not a captive audience and on the weekends or during the summer, et cetera. So, Christy, let me ask you a question about um, you probably raise most of your money at the register, correct? We do, yeah. Okay. So how do you, you know, I think um, as what Megan and I call point-of-sale programs at the register, you know, supermarkets in general, I think, kind of struggle with these programs because, you know, in some ways they're overused because they do a program. Some, some, you know, supermarket chains, including Kroger's up to a couple of years ago, did a program every month. And, you know, there's kind of a backlash. It feels like there's a backlash against these programs. How do you keep the, these things fresh and interesting and relevant to people so that they keep giving to them? Good question. Yeah, I think that's a great question, actually, and something we've been we've been working on for a while. Um, I think that um, that was for that very question was the impetus mm -hmm. for our survey mm -hmm. of our customers um, to find out what they really did care about, what actually mm -hmm. they cared about, they wanted to give to, they wanted us right. to participate in. Um, that was really the impetus for that survey to find mm -hmm. out what that is. We mm -hmm. also we only do um, four campaigns a year, and then a smaller mm -hmm. one over Veterans Day. Mm -hmm. um, so that we, we try to give um, our customers a bit of a break in the middle. Right. Um, um, but um, it's, um, it's, it's been a very, um, it's been a great way to fundraise, and it also is a great way to get um, awareness uh, yep. out as well. Um, no, it's good. It, you know, I just think the challenge with those programs is, and, you know, Megan and I talk about this all the time in the sense that you have a program that in some ways is not always loved by people, but you cannot deny the lucrativeness of it. 
It's, right. I mean, just very successful programs. I mean, you know, we talked uh, last time about how Kmart and St. Jude in December raised $22 million at 30, 1,300 Kmart stores. I mean, just an incredible amount of money, which, of course, Kmart in the state that they're in right now could never afford to donate, uh, much less most um, businesses could afford to donate. So, you know, we're always impressed by organizations like yours that are able to pull them off with class and, and relevancy so that people keep on giving. Yep. And, and, and you know, the, the ubiquitous nature of it is also um, something that we look at and try to figure out how we can um, kind of differentiate ourselves and really make sure that there are things that people people would like to give to. I feel that it is, there is a... Um, an ease of donating and, and, you know, your grocery store, a lot of people consider it my Safeway. Oh, my Safeway is the one on this street or my Safeway is the one over there. And you know your checkers, you know, you know who, um, who your store manager is often. And so there's, there's a lot of trust that goes along with that. And mm-hmm. so we, um, one of the things that we work really hard to make sure that we do is we, we don't take that trust lightly at all. We, you know, those dollars are invested, and in, in the found, Safeway Foundation has almost zero overhead because Safeway Inc. pays for most of our overhead. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, and we don't, and when we do raise dollars at the register, none of that, not a single cent goes to overhead. Mm. Um, wow, so, that's good. Yeah. So we, yeah. um, you know, we, we invest those dollars incredibly um, carefully, and I think that there's there's future in it. It's very lucrative. It's always going to be our cash cow. But I would be lying if I if I um, said we weren't looking at um, diversifying revenue streams as well. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. And one other question, Christy. You know, one of the things I'm really interested in. This is something else that Megan and I really talk about too. Is that I think businesses are really putting themselves out there as kind of problem solvers for social issues. And I think it's because consumers really want them to. And individuals also, I think, developing a very strong connection with businesses in solving social problems. And when I look at the site for Hunger Is, I think it's interesting because even though you certainly mentioned those partners, I can't find them on your website, not on the homepage anyways. You know, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but is that kind of a reflection? Do you think do you think businesses in general are becoming more savvy about cause and the need to kind of put themselves out there as kind of the leaders in these social issues, as opposed to maybe highlighting the nonprofit? Um, Would you agree with that? You know, I think I think there is something there. I think that um, I'd like to think of us as, <laughs> as getting yeah. more and more savvy as time sure. goes on. Yep. Um, I, I think that the reason, and you'll notice Hunger Is isn't called the Safeway Foundation Fights Hunger either. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's meant to be a, a, a new entity that has various partners mm-hmm. and uh, kind of a something that people can 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 rally around. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the part the the partners um, are incredibly important to us, but. Um, it is a new collaboration of people. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, putting any single partner um, forth, and, and we will work with very small um, regional partners as well as, as time mm-hmm. goes on. Um, we really kind of wanted to, to to get out and get the message out, the hunger is mm-hmm. message out, and launch that mm-hmm. brand initially. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I do think that there is something in that that we are, um, you know, kind of recognizing that we, mm-hmm. we, want, to, we want to be the hub for... Yeah ending hunger and right. not specifically tie ourselves in with any kind of a, um, an organ, any organization right. um, exclusively because yeah. we want, we want to, we want to engender that collaboration. You know, because I think in that triangle of generosity of the consumer, 
the business and the nonprofit, I feel like there is a really strong connection now between the consumer and the business addressing these sales. And that doesn't mean that the nonprofit doesn't play a role, but it's more in terms of delivering the services where it's the individual and the businesses who are really making things happen. Yep. And, you know, something else we found that you might find interesting is that mm-hmm. um, people in our, our survey, they made a connection to a cause mm-hmm. and not as much to an organization. Mm. Mm. I think that's and really so, important. People are much more issue-driven than mm-hmm. they are organization-driven. Absolutely. The, yeah. the, the numbers showed that people were much more enthusiastic about causes mm-hmm. and less enthusiastic about organizations. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're obviously very focused on impact, Christy, and uh, this whole conversation has sort of led to that point. I, I, I'm just curious from your perspective, and especially with this point of sale discussion, how do you show impact sort of after the fact? Because what's happening is consumers come to the checkout, they say, would you like to donate a dollar to help childhood hunger, support childhood hunger, feed a child, whatever you're saying? People say yes. And then you know, you've raised $4 million. So how do you go back and tell the story to mm. those customers that you created an impact? Or how are you going to go and say, these are, you know, here's the impact we made in school breakfasts and why this is important. How are you handling that communication piece? Yeah. And, and you know, that's a really important question and something that we frankly grapple with quite a bit um, and something that um, honestly we, we are looking at and trying our very best to get better at it as as we move forward, we actually invested in, or Safeway Inc. invested in um, some kiosk signs to put in every store. They're about eight foot tall um, magnetic signs that are in every single store where we can share local stories about the impact of the dollar. Mm. So um, the store manager can say, thank you so much for your donation to this campaign, and here are the five kids in our area that went to camp because of it or that... Mm -hmm were helped because of it, or this is the, you know, the, the young investigator working on you know, cancer research. That, so we can really tell that story because I think that story, that impact story is very important, but I, I think that we must layer on a local element to that. Absolutely. Well. Yeah. Um, because that's what, it's what people, people care about. Mm. Wow, that's but, great. You know, that's something that, that we're always looking to uh, do better so people have great ideas about that do let me know (laughs) we're always looking to do a better job of thanking our customers because their generosity is really humbling and Mm -hmm. um and and letting them know you know how how we're investing the dollars and and how how important that is and and i think too christy what's important is really showing uh your shop is how you're helping as a business and that comes Mm -hmm. with the product donation you know because i think more consumers are starting to ask like hey you know i'm donating a buck here at the register but what are you doing Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. to help and you you folks are obviously doing a lot and Mm -hmm. uh which is great but every business has to make sure that they're meeting that bar Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely it's it's really a partnership between our our customers and you know our employees are amazing too. The things that they do to support our campaigns are it, it's incredible. You know they spend their extra free time you know setting up displays in our stores or talking to people about the campaigns when they when they really care about it and mm-hmm. and it's it's really it's really humbling everything they do and I think that you're right we have a responsibility to report back as to what we've we've done and um, and also make sure that we're also um, you know, um, investing wisely. Mm-hmm. 
Fantastic. This yeah, is such stuff. a great campaign, Christy, and we just appreciate you coming on to talk a little bit more about it. And we will look forward to following your progress. Hopefully you will come back in a year and share all of the great lessons learned that you took from all of your efforts on this campaign. Um, oh, I hope to. Thank you for having me. Good. If people want to find out more about you, Christy, or about the Safe Aid Foundation or about Hunger Is, how would they do that? Um, the best way to reach me is probably by email. Um, it's Christy, C-H-R-I-S-T-Y dot Duncan, D-U-N-C-A-N hyphen Anderson, A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N at Safeway.com. It's quite a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing that. And Joe, how about you? If people want to find you online, how might they do that? Well, they can, of course, find me at my blog, SelfishGiving.com. You can find me Minute to Minute uh, talking to Megan on Twitter at Joe Waters. And, of course, make sure to check out my cause marketing boards. I'll be adding the Safeway campaign to them. Uh, you can find them at Pinterest.com slash Joe Waters. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand, and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF, and also blog for the Cause Marketing Forum at CauseUpdate.com. And you can find Cause Talk Radio on Stitcher Smart Radio as well as iTunes. We do recommend you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And on behalf of Christy and Joe and myself, we'd like to thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>